what constitutes a killer consulting resume? Well, we get this question every single day. And so in today's podcast, we're going to kind of help answer the question. We're going to do that uh, by having Lisa Bright join the podcast. Lisa is no stranger to this. We featured her uh, many times, but uh, just to quickly catch you up. She is a management consultant, case interview coach. She leads our resume editing team, and she's a former McKinsey consultant. Uh, super incredible, does amazing work, and helps a lot of folks get interviews and crush them every single year. Today's uh, session is a resume review. So Lisa's gonna live do an in-depth review of a real consulting candidate's resume, covering content, structure, and formatting of the resume. And the goal is, of course, to do whatever it takes to get the resume from good to great, and so that when it comes across a consulting firm's desk, they cannot help but say, yes, please. Let's give that person an interview. This is from a recent live event on LinkedIn Live. Make sure to join our email list to be alerted about future live events like this so you can join live and experience the magic um, that comes with these events. The candidate here whose resume is being reviewed is a rising senior at a school in Canada getting a bachelor's in economics. To see the resume and to see Lisa's feedback in video format, check out the link in the show notes to see the video recording of this session to follow along that way. In addition, there'll be a link in the show notes where you can learn more about our resume editing process, how we do that, the results we get for our clients, and you can also purchase you know, a set of custom resume edits for yourself. We'd love to work with you. All right, I'm gonna stop talking. Let's get into the episode. All right. So I'm going to give you uh, some feedback around what Jathan mentioned is th being three main sections, right? So um, we're going to talk about the overall format of the resume, um, the structure, the different sections, and then some really specific content as we dive into the bullet points and the content that's covered in here. So one of the main things I look for first is format, just the overall visual appeal of the resume, right? So one thing in consulting is they're very picky on formatting. So if you're building out PowerPoint decks, et cetera, um, one thing that uh, you know, consultants really look at is just the overall uh, visual look. Um, anecdotally, one of the partners that I worked with, I remember on a project we were presenting at a, an interim meeting and he goes, wait a minute, there are two spaces after the period in the footnote. Like that needs fixed before we move on, right? So like consultants are just very um, attuned to different uh, formatting issues. So that's one thing you just want to make sure the format looks really, really clean. So um, for, for this document overall, right, if we kind of skim through uh, and look at the, the overall visuals. So, you know, pretty cleanly formatted, right? Um, we've got uh, Times, uh, it looks like Times New Roman font, about 10 point font, which is good, which is what we usually recommend. Um, margins, uh, we usually recommend about 0.5 all the way around. So if we skim through the resume, it's it's pretty clean to see, right? We can see the uh, names and then the roles on the left-hand side. We've got the location and then the dates off to the right. So it's really easy to spot. So overall, I'd say the format looks pretty decent. Um, I do want to talk about a couple things that I noticed where my eye kind of caught some inconsistencies. So let's dive into a few of those. Um, so one being spacing throughout is a lit, there's a couple inconsistencies that I want to point out. So uh, for example, at the top here, there's no space between uh, the university and then the high school role, right? But then we see some of that spacing down below in some of these other sections. 
So I would just make sure that all those are really consistent um, throughout the doc. Um, and then also, I think there was, um, if I look through here, yeah, like some of these have a space, right, after, uh, after the title, um, whereas others don't. So there's just a couple little spacing things I would want to clean up across the resume. Um, and then also this is, uh, I noticed this a lot on resumes, there's a little bit of inconsistency in the dates, right? So the, um, if we look at this first one here, we've got like the short dashes, the long dashes and others, if we scroll through, right? So just some minor things, right? But my eye kind of catches that when I initially glance at the resume. So those are some things I would just clean up real quick. Um, and then, uh, yeah, those are the most most of them. So overall format looks good, right? In terms of the, the general, just some, some little nitpicky things to make sure there's some consistency across. Okay. So that's in terms of format. Um, and then if we look at structure, I want to talk through kind of what are the typical sections on a resume that we'd be looking for. So you are currently in a university program, right? So we'll want to start with that education up top. Um, so for example, anybody who's on the call who might be an experienced hire, currently not in a university program, we might start with the experience, right? So kind of your, your most recent role. Um, so education, starting there moving into relevant experience. I might just call this work experience, um, something along those lines. And then there's two additional sections here that I see there's, there's volunteer positions and then extracurriculars. Um, usually what we would do on a consulting resume is kind of group these two in terms of leadership. And so we'd call it a leadership section. Um, consulting firms, they really like to see leadership and initiative. So I'd probably group those. Um, and then some of these extracurriculars, if they're less of a leadership position, we might just put those down in interest. What we wanna do across the resume is dedicate more space to the things that are most relevant to consulting firms, right? So for example, your work experience um, as marketing director uh, of the external portfolio, even though it's a volunteer or, or school type of uh, experience, you might have a lot of really relevant skill sets in there that are transferable that we might want to highlight in a bit more detail. So we'd save more space for that and then maybe trim um, some of these extracurriculars. Still include them, but maybe just having them take up less real estate on the paper. Okay. Um, and then the last section being uh, skills and interests. All right. And so that's a classic kind of format of education, work experience, possibly leadership experience and then skills and interests would be kind of the, the typical uh, sections we'd probably look for, right, on this resume. Um, and then, like I said, depending on, uh, for folks on the call, depending on your experience, where you're at currently, those sections may shift around a little bit um, so that you prioritize your most recent experience first. We'll be right back after this quick break. A little bit about Bates White is we're an economic consulting firm located in Washington, D.C. We were founded in 1999, so we're almost 25. Next year is our big anniversary, so we're excited about that. We're privately held. Um, <clears throat> so if you're not familiar with economic consulting, I just wanted to provide a quick overview because it is different from other types of consulting. So typically our law, our clients are law firms, Fortune 500 companies and government agencies involved in some sort of litigation. So they hire us to offer economic analysis and expert testimony. So for example, the DOJ might hire us to help evaluate a merger between two companies <clears throat> and the effects of that merger if it were to go through. Or a company who is suing another company for some sort of 
anti-competitive behavior would hire us to help calculate the damages of that behavior. Um, so our consultants uh, work on data processing, analyzing large data sets. Um, it's, it's very, in terms of how it might be different from other consulting, it's pretty heavy on the quant side. So if you enjoy programming, coding, analyzing data, this would be a great job for you. Uh, another key difference is there's no travel with economic consulting. So um, you'd be working primarily in our office. We have a hybrid work, work uh, set up right now. We're actively growing um, and we're looking for both experienced consultants and experienced managers to join the team. So, you know, consultants, you would slate in if at that level, if you have about two to four years of experience, if you have five or more years, you'd likely come in as a manager. Um, so you can see here that I have our website and a, an, an email address. If you have questions, um, definitely would encourage you to apply. Our website has lots of great information, including videos and more information about our culture. So, you know, certainly check that out if you can. And one uh, last plug for both Bates White and Management Consulted, we actually recently partnered with Management Consulted to put a podcast together with one of our partners. His name is Scott Weishar. He works in our life sciences practice and it's a really nice listen and it, it goes obviously into more uh, detail than I'm going into today, all about our firm and economic consulting. So if this has piqued your interest at all, I would definitely encourage you to check out that podcast. I think it does a nice job of uh, talking about the firm and the work that we do. Apply to Stacks to work on exciting projects focused on private equity, strategy and growth, exit planning, operational improvements, and data and analytics. Stacks is a boutique strategy firm serving private equity firms and their portfolio companies across several industries, including tech, healthcare, consumer and retail, industrials, and more. The cool thing about Stacks, you'll get near equal exposure to each industry, making for a well-rounded consulting experience. Whether you're an undergraduate student, MBA candidate, experienced professional, or somewhere in between, Stacks has a role for you. Ready to uplevel your career? See which roles the firm is hiring for and submit your application through the link in this episode's show notes or on the careers page at stacks.com. That's S-T-A-X. Com. All right, so we've got the format and structure. And so I'm saving most of the time to take a look at the content in more detail, right? This is kind of the, the meat of the resume. So really kind of diving into some of these bullet points and the content within. So if we look at the top, so we'll start with education. Let's take a look at this in a bit more detail. Um, so we've got the high school experience, and then we also have uh, the, the University of the College experience listed. So for most consulting resumes, so you mentioned that you're a senior now, um, usually what we would do is remove the high school at this point, right? So probably around the junior year of undergrad that high school would fall off. It's just a little bit less relevant for consulting firms. And again, saving the real estate on the paper for you know, the, the meatier pieces that we wanna highlight a bit more. So I'd recommend actually taking that piece off um, and then if we look at and do a deep dive here on the university, um, I would go ahead and move this as, as opposed to having that as a bullet point, just kick that out to the left, just like you have for your other roles, like resident advisor here. So we'll kick that off to the, to the left and make that stand out a little bit more um, to make sure your degree name is clear. Um, you've got your GPA listed, which is good. We usually recommend anything above, let's say a 3.5 typically um, for most firms. 
Um, MBB, uh, McKinsey B. Seizure-Bain, you might be targeting more like a 375, somewhere in that range, um, but this is a good one to highlight. Uh, relevant coursework, um, a lot of times would actually recommend removing, especially if they're very similar to your uh, your actual degree, right? So if you have a degree in economics and stats, I'm assuming you've probably taken a lot of these classes, so you don't necessarily need to list them. Um, you can include these, but as you build out your actual work experience, we want to, again, prioritize your space on the resume for some of those bullet points um, later on. Uh, and then also for the awards, these are great, right? So you have a, a few of these listed here. Um, what we typically recommend is adding some details around these to really make them pop. Right, so for example, I don't have any context for the, the Percy Walter Paris Scholarship, right? I don't know how prestigious that is necessarily, um, but you do, right? So what we would recommend is putting maybe a dollar amount to those, so if it was a, a large scholarship monetarily, um, or you know, if it was like top 1% in, in XYZ space to receive for that, um, I would include those details just because your interviewer, your resume reviewer may not have that context. Right, so that'll make those pop and really stand out. So I can go, oh, like that's really impressive, right? Um, if I just read them, I may not know what they are. So adding some context is really helpful. Uh, so that would be under the education section. So good stuff there, just kind of adding a little more details around those. Um, and then I'm gonna jump down to the skills and interests uh, and then we'll come back to the heart of the resume, which is all the, the ex work experience and then the, um, the extracurriculars and things like that. So if I jump down to skills and interests, um, these are typically the things we would include. So um, like technical skills, languages, and interests. So the overall components there look good. Um, in terms of the technical skills or the computer skills, uh, one thing we do recommend is for Microsoft Office, maybe breaking out Excel and PowerPoint specifically. Um, sometimes there are um, computer screens that'll look for specific words like that. So I would just break those out. Um, and then if you have anything like Tableau, R, Python, right? All those statistical types of programs, those are good to add. So I like to see a couple of those on there. So that's good. Uh, languages, uh, I would include uh, a few details around um, fluency with some of these. So four languages on here, so that's, that's pretty cool. I would add, you know, if you're completely fluent in some of those, beginner, et cetera. Um, and then on the interest section, uh, I like the piano one. This one's interesting, right? The London College of Music, grade six. So it tells me a little bit more about maybe your, your level of involvement with that. I'd love to see a little bit of that also with the, the dance, painting, and hiking. These serve as great icebreakers and in interviews. Um, so for example, like favorite places you've hiked, you know, if you've performed anywhere, anything like that, it just kind of jazzes these up a little bit and makes them a little bit more interesting as well. Okay, so that's kind of the uh, the bulk of it, right? And then I'm saving all of the, the detailed bullet points here that we can dive into. So we'll start at the, at the top with relevant experience and we'll kind of work our way down here. Um, so one thing I wanna mention with the relevant experience as a whole, as you think about your bullet points, um, I always talk about uh, this method of CAR, right? So if you're doing fit interviews, you've got context, action, and results, right? So if you've ever prepped for, for interviews and fit prep, um, it's a great way to talk through a story. What you want to do in your bullet points is create something very similar to that, right? So context, if it's a you know X million dollar 
uh, leading business in their field, right? Or if it's an X million dollar six month project, right? So just kind of providing that context is really helpful. And then actions. Um, I always tell folks like what I would do is I'd pull out, for example, a consulting job description, right? And you'll see a mixture of either technical or soft skills listed like Excel, uh, research, analysis, right on the technical side, um, soft skills being uh, stakeholder management, leadership, teamwork, um, executive communication, right? All those things that you would see in a consulting job description. Your goal is to really pack out those bullet points with those skill sets, right? To kind of showcase that you have all the skills that they're looking for. Um, and then you want to wrap up your bullet point with some kind of result, ideally numerical as much as possible to showcase and quantify the impact of your work. So um, if we kind of take a look at uh, the first couple, I think you did a really nice job with this resident advisor one, right? So there's a lot of skill sets that are being demonstrated, like mentorship, um, providing guidance, diverse group of, of people, collaborating with stakeholders, um, and you've added some great numbers in there, right? So um, you've got 50 residents, 95% resident satisfaction rating on end of year surveys, right? So you've got the result, you've got the the skills that you're displaying and then the results tied to those, right? So I think you've done a really nice job with this resident advisor one. Um, one thing, if we look at, you can kind of see the difference probably between the UBC role versus that one, right? The UBC role has a little bit less of that, right? So in here you have in charge of ensuring uh, the professional execution of varsity sport events. I'm not quite sure what all that entailed, right? So I'd maybe elaborate a little bit more in terms of uh, what transferable skills, right, you were utilizing in order to execute that. And then you can kind of see just glancing at it, right, the numbers, there's a lot more numbers in that first one. So I think this one's, a, a uh, the resident advisor role looks pretty good. What I would try to do is replicate that with the second one. Um, and then also some of these, um, you might want to consider moving these down under leadership. They might be paid work experiences, but we'll take a look at this one here. This uh, this role as a market research intern is probably your most relevant work experience. Um, so that's one that we might want to consider being a little bit higher um, when they glance through the resume that they would it would catch their eye under work experience versus the RA role. Right? Um, so that one might fit nicely under a leadership position and then your uh, work experience would highlight that. Now, it would be great if we had a couple other uh, internship experiences, right, for 2022 or this summer to really highlight um, the work experience a little bit more, ideally on the resume. Um, and then if we kind of scroll down here, I'll, I'll touch on just one or two others. Um, so for, actually, let's take a look at this one here. Like I said, this is your main most relevant work experience. Um, so I'd love to see kind of that same train of thought around the skill sets and then the results. So this created detailed reports and presentations, summarizing research findings and recommend recommendations. I'm assuming you did a lot of the research and analysis here, right? So I'd love to see some of those technical skills really pull out of this position. Um, you know, so conducted XYZ research or analysis and then presented it to who, right? And what did you present? Was it like a particular recommendation? So I'd love to see a little bit of that. Um, recommended to who, and then driving what kind of results and impact, right, would be great. So um, for example, you know, if you pitched a XYZ marketing idea, estimated to generate 
X number more views online or X million increase in revenue, right? Something along those lines would be great to showcase in this particular role. So just kind of going with that idea of transferable skills, soft and technical skills, and then quantifiable results as much as possible. Like I said, that RA role, you did a really nice job with that. I would just try to carry that through in a couple of the other roles. Um, and then I'll skip down to a couple of these here. So same thing kind of with this one, um, contributed to marketing division of the portfolio. Um, like I said, this seems like a really interesting role and pretty relevant, just kind of identifying how you did that through research, analysis, were you working in a team, right? You just really pulled it out and then the results. Um, the extracurriculars, these are going to be uh, a little bit less relevant to consulting firms, right? The, they're great experiences that showcases that you're very involved. What we would probably do is kick that down to skills and interests, right? And have around interests like squash, swimming, and then you've got some really interesting, uh, cool achievements there. And so we'd highlight those in the bottom, but just in terms of total real estate on the paper, a little bit less relevant to consulting. And so what I would love to see is blowing out these bullet points and using the space for that and then dialing back some of those less relevant roles, but still highlighting them because you have some really cool awards and achievements there and we can highlight those nicely in the skills and interests. So overall, I think you've got a lot of cool stuff to work with on the resume. It's just kind of uh, dedicating the right amount of space to different sections so you can really showcase your skills well and your ability to drive results um, in that final edit. Maybe after listening to today's episode, you've decided that you need help with your resume. Well, check out our online resources on managementconsulta.com. We've got tons of uh, free tips and tricks. Uh, but if you know you need a little more help, uh, we'd love for you to engage with our editing team. We'd love to work with you on a custom resume edit. We'll do two rounds of really detailed line by line edits on your, you know, the structure, the content, and the formatting of your resume, and as well of your cover letter. We'd love to work with you. So you can just grab a set of edits or you can join our black belt program for the edits plus eight hours of one-on-one -on -one interview coaching and online uh, prep resources. It's, it's a full end-to-end -end package for consulting prep. We'd love to work with you. Please reach out if you have any questions. Team at managementconsultant.com. We'll catch you again on another episode of Strategy Simplified very soon.